Bonjour, hi, ladies. <laughs> oh, goodness. Bonjour, bienvenue à la cap, the currently unnamed podcast where the tea is piping hot. We're always ready to spill. Well, that's how we're starting the episode. I'm oh my God, Sam. just today. Here, uh, today we're drinking cranberry juice. Because I like it, and we're not going to hear any goddamn reasons why I shouldn't like it. I love the cranberries. I think they're a great brand. They are. They are a great band. Um, hi. Uh, with also some cranberry juice. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a bottle, I swear. That's a bottle, I swear. Um, not a dildo. It could this is be why we're not monetized. Um, <laughs> and this is why Derek don't like it. In here, we have some nesty mixed with some cranberry juice as well, brought to you by Ocean Spray. Um, my name is Sam DMV, aka Sam Del Monteverde, aka Anissa Long, your fellow friendly trans non binary Filipino Canadian hot mess hailing all the way from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Yes, God. And as Mary Antoinette once famously said, let them eat shit. Iris Envy! <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> I'm not seeing heaven. No. No, I don't think any of us are. <laughs> not even heaven in Manchester. Or London or wherever the fuck it is. I don't know. No, it's in Leicester. You get to the gates of heaven, and it's just gothy Kendall. If I go to the gates of, if I go to the gates of heaven, and heaven looked like Leicester, I'm turning back around and I'm going to hell, which I can only assume is Doncaster, but it's still slightly better. Shout out to from around that area. Anyway, Drag Race France. Yes. Our français s'il vous plaît, which is yeah, French for living la vida loca. What? Huh? Our français s'il vous plaît, it's French for living la vida loca. Anyway. <laughs> Drag Race France, episode two. Another great episode. Oh yeah, this is a great episode. I loved it. Uh, Sam, you were gone for our episode one review. She's gone for one week and suddenly everything changes. We got penises happening everywhere. Anyway, um, what do you think of the premiere, Sam? I enjoyed it. Um, I like that they did the talent show, um, getting us... Although, I think some of the critiques uh, should have been... But I do understand it. I do understand why 
some people were placed um mainly between like the safes the ones that were safe and the ones that were in the top um yeah, mm-hmm. yeah the bottom three uh, that wasn't a, a doubt but <laughs> like i like someone that comes to mind is lolita banana um she turned she turned it the fuck out for her talent show but i will say i did not like what she was wearing <laughs> with the with the red fringe absolutely not if that's the reason that she was just safe and not in the top then i get it i mean personally we talked about it i think it's i think it was her goatee look oh that too but that's just yeah yeah um yeah, the... I think there were there were a few people that could have taken that third pop spot. Mm. But, but for sure, Swat was up there. And in, for me, Big Bertha was up there, too. Mm-hmm. La Big Bertha. But I really enjoyed Ellipse and La Brioche as well. Um, yeah, and I also want to say thank you to everybody in like the comments of our first video for kind of like explaining things because obviously hi american brit canadian canadian Canadian. and so and also i want to just take a second to say whoever is doing the french subtitles at wow presents i will never encourage anyone to like do anything self-destructive but as katie perry once famously said i hope you hang yourself with a h&m scarf how is half the episode indistinct French yeah. and then just literally translated metaphors? Because, hi, La Grande Dan's name does not need to be translated. We don't need to refer to her as the great lady. I will only be referring to her as the great lady. I think she's a wonderful lady, personally. Yeah. But the subtitles yes. don't need to tell us that. Yeah. I do also want to shout out one specific person, uh, Coin, on YouTube. You know who you are. Um, who gave us a really lovely explanation because we talked, and Sam, I'd love to get your opinion on specifically Paloma because Eris and I talked in the first episode about how we just didn't really understand Paloma's performance. Um, and like, it was good, but it like, we didn't really get it. And this lovely oh, person- Oh, her talent show performance? Yeah, and so this person commented- okay that um, Paloma's talent was a parody of successful people, quote unquote, who work themselves to burnout and then have a spiritual awakening that ends up being their new business. Vibe. Um, And there was also um, another comment that talked about um, how she was making fun of this like rich orientalist wannabe ideal which is apparently unfortunately prominent in france um and so i just wanted to highlight those comments specifically because again we're here just trying to understand french drag culture and appreciate it at the same time um but i don't know sam if you had any other like specific like thoughts about paloma's performance i mean (laughs) i I thought safe would, I, I think it was, compared to like everyone else, it was like relatively safe. Um, I didn't think she deserved the bottom for sure. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, but for me, I think it's for a lot of us, like as first time viewers um, and not knowing the drag race 
or not knowing the drag culture in France, mm -hmm. um, obviously we wouldn't get that reference right away. But I think that description of it kind of does explain a lot and does kind of, if that was the brief that she was going for, then she turned it out. She did a good job. And I'll like jump in and say this. I not I just don't know what's going on with the subtitling because the subtitles are apparently wrong. Oh well not wrong, but they'll be very literal translations or conversations will just be end up replaced with indistinct French. I could I can watch Drag Race Espana and I can laugh along with what's happening because the subtitling is done well. Yeah. Whoever is being paid a good salary at Wow Presents Plus. Yeah. needs to be replaced because you are doing a piss poor job and it's not fair to every French speaker and especially coming from someone across the pond where French is a much more prevalent language over here Yeah, there are so many people who speak both English and French it should not be difficult to translate English into French, it really should not in this day and age Yeah. how are you as a company a multi-million dollar company not able to hire a good translator for English no. to French translation. And it, it's kind of wild in that regard um, because I look at I look at a franchise like Drag Race Thailand, for example, where the subtitling is very well done. España, I will say season one did have a have its issues. Um, but season two definitely got a lot better with the subtitling. Um, I think Holland, and honestly, one of the few good things that Drag Race Holland did was provide really good subtitles. Um, at least yeah. English ones. I can't speak on any other subtitles. Just to add this in, for Drag Race Thailand, um, uh, there's someone, and forgive me if I get the name wrong, called Kuda Lacan, who does, uh, who did subtitle translations for Drag Race Thailand, but they also mm -hmm. include little notes about specific things. Uh -huh. so uh, there was a specific moment where Silver Sonic and um, I'm forgetting her name. She's the really, really tiny one with the big hair. Simala? Yeah. So there's a moment where Simala and uh, Silver Sonic are talking and they realize they're both from the same part of Thailand. And when I watched Kudala Khan's um, subtitling, it mentions that they switched from speaking Thai to specifically their dialect of Thai from the area of Thailand that they're from. Oh, okay. So it's stuff like that. We love them, yeah. But I also oh. want to jump in and kind of say as well, especially for whoever does like Espana, um, please like do France, Drag Race France as well, because, or even like whoever does Italia as well, please do France, because. Mm -hmm. French, Spanish, Italian, and, you know, Portuguese, I'll put in there too. They all kind of have, like, similar roots. Um, They're all romantic languages, yeah. Yeah. The, yes, they are, but they all have the Latin roots too kind of thing. So it shouldn't... I guess, I guess for me, like, it shouldn't be that difficult to yeah. translate I am some living... of those, like, obvious words. I am kind of worried for Drag Race Philippines to see how that gets translated. Yep. yep. But we'll see. Yep. <sighs> the thing with the thing with like Philippines as well, I assume it's gonna be like Tagalog. I, I assume there's gonna be a lot of Tagalog going on. I would we have seen Jiggly speaking in 
I think we've seen Jiggly in the trailer speaking in both English. Tagalog and English. Yes. Yeah. You um, did what needed to be done. However, it yeah. does not flatter you in any way. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, the weird thing with um, Tagalog is that it's such a native language, but it also has those like kind of Latin roots as well because Spain, because mm -hmm. literally Philippines is named after a king, a former king of Spain. So like, yeah, it's. I'm worried for the international franchises. I hope things get better, especially but... since we're having our first ever international untucked. That's what I'm most concerned about, if I'm being honest, is mm -hmm. that I would hope that the production company for Philippines, I don't know what broadcaster is doing it specifically, um, but I hope that they put in the time because, like, I personally am very, very excited for Drag Race Philippines. Um, but, yeah, now that we've talked about all of the things we hate. Let's talk about this episode. Because it was really good. Um, we do get a clarification on the prizes. Because it was, like, it was explained kind of in the first episode. But we got, like, a full description at the beginning. And speaking of the beginning, I guess we're getting the Nikki doll anecdote. At the beginning of every episode. Every episode. I don't think we needed that. It was really cute when they did it in the first episode. We, I don't think yeah. we need it as an intro. However, one thing that Drag Race France does that I really enjoy is when the title card comes up and it says, um, I don't know how to say it in French, but the subtitle says, there can only be one queen. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, in I can't remember that. Something like that. Yeah, I, yeah um, there's like a little like, subtitle mm -hmm. there under drag race that's fierce. which like oh there's only one can win or something like that yeah yeah i really i really like that as well um but yeah so we have the prizes which are a crown and scepter from kari worth forty thousand euros um a one week stay for two in mauritius sponsored by tinder and I guess every trip this season is going to be sponsored by Tinder. So you know what? For sure. Um, and a one year, um, a year's worth of MAC Cosmetics, which we love. We love going back to MAC Cosmetics on Drag Race. I do appreciate that. Um, whether they were the only option or they the chose MAC. Yeah. So... Uh, we come back into the workroom. La Cajena is sadly gone. And uh, really the only thing that happens is uh, Soa and Bertha are really distraught. Yeah. Yeah. So it seems like they were both pretty close with Cajena. I think they work in the same circles, if I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, because one of the other comments we got on our episode one video was talking about how like not everyone is actually from Paris and how like because originally we thought everyone was from Paris. Apparently with the that's exception not... of with ellipse, yeah. Um but we we've come to find out that like Lova works in the south of France. Um a lot of these queens work in cities around Paris. 
but don't necessarily like or are from cities around Paris or um other cities like in the north of France but aren't necessarily but like work in Paris because that is like the hub of drag in France presumably again probably wrong correct me if I am um so it it the gist that we're getting is like it's a lot more diverse as far as geographical location than we initially thought which I love but um it's a lot better than Holland a lot better than Holland. Are you okay, um, Frey? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, um, if you want to watch our rumors video, we talk about upcoming seasons. Ooh, things. Things have changed since that video, and I'm excited to see it. Anyway, um, we come back into the workroom the next day. We get a mini challenge with the first ever instance of drag kings on drag race thank you france yes thank you france i'm not surprised the first instance was from france um but we get uh it wasn't gonna be a season involving rupaul was it nope not in the slightest um but we get um jesus 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 um Lavidange, Judah Lavidange, and Chico. Chico. And I it's thought they Chico were great. Time. Chico, 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 Chico. Not this. Um, I thought they were so fun. I love this like rock and roll mini challenge um, that they do on most seasons. Let's be honest, um, or at least at some point in in the franchise. But I really, really like this challenge. Um, there were people that did well. There were people that did not. Love La Diva. Oh, we'll get into it. I'll tell you about this later, but I just, there's something I need to mention at some point. Okay. Well, Lova? Yeah. Oh. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Let's continue. It'll be your last time to talk about her, so... Spoiler alert. <laughs> eh, whatever. If you haven't watched the damn episode, go watch the episode. And okay, then now, well, if we're going to mention that. No, because I feel like it's too tied into what happens at the end of the episode. We'll talk. Um, we get Le Grand Dame winning the mini challenge. There is nothing more fun than a beautiful woman who is un unafraid to be ugly. Yes. She looked like what I imagine every old French rock star who is way past the heyday looks like. She looks like she has a first name like Rita. She's got a band. She's fucked every single one of the members. She's been girlfriend to a few of them. Her last name is Baga. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyway. Um... We move on to the maxi challenge, which is the acting challenge. To nobody's surprise, it typically comes on episode two of any given franchise. Um, we're following the Drag Race formula at this point, and I'm I'm cool with it. But they're going to be acting in Queen Percent, which is a parody of Ten Percent, which is a comedy 
in France. I don't know much about it. Eris is being a little bitch. <laughs> um, but Le Grand Dame gets to pick the roles for winning the mini challenge. And she she does so very diplomatically. She says that she wants to do it by the book, which, sure. According, that's to, the, according to the words, the referendum. The referendum, if you will. Um, which is great and lovely and wonderful, except when three people want the same part. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I would absolutely like just fight someone in the street for the role Labrioche had. Yeah. The as literal ghost. <laughs> Marion Cotillard as Edith Piaf. Hello. I would have just gagged if they, if Legrandom had given it to Cam. Because I feel like that would have been the perfect opportunity to put Cam in the bottom. Because that would not have. We'll talk about it. Because. I'm going to be just honest right now. I thought Cam should have been in the bottom three. Mm. We'll talk about the performance. Nah. I... We'll get into it. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. But um... the actual part of the acting, I'm obsessed with the way Le Grand Dame speaks because they're like, oh, you need to do a slow voice for this character. She could have just spoken at a normal rate because she. No, yeah, they even told her like, "Oh, drop, drop the accent, <laughs> drop the voice." He was just like, "Kimberly, no, Kimberly, Kimberly." We have to talk about Marianne James, who is the director and the guest judge this week. Um, from what someone in confessional said, one of the first known drag queens in France which I love. Um, she's, um, for for us people that aren't French who don't know who she is, um, she's, a, she's an actor, opera singer, drag queen, presumably. Um, she's known most within queer spaces, from what I understand, as being Ulrika von Glott from Le Mandarin, Again, please give me more context in the comments for that because I'm only going off of about a 20-minute search on Google. So please correct me if I'm wrong. But also, uh, tailored specifically to our group, she was a uh, Eurovision commentator for three years for France. Yay! It was 2015 to 17. I don't remember what songs those were for France. I'm gonna look it up really quick. <laughs> um, she also, I'm currently on her Wikipedia page. She also did uh, the voiceover for the French dubbing of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Mm-hmm. But um, the fat lady. I saw that. Yeah. Oh no. J.K. Rowling's writing is if she's gonna describe someone as fat, she's gonna say I they had a fat face and a fat body and a fat neck and their face moved in a way that was fat. Because, you know, J.K. Rowling is such an incredible writer that isn't actually fact-phobic, transphobic, or anti-Semitic, or anti-Asian. Anyway, anyway. Um, I just realized what the first French uh, representing song was that Marianne James uh, commentated on. It was Nublepa. 
Oh, so it wasn't Nepotes No, because that's Switzerland. No, she did 2015 to 17. So she did. So France had Nubepa, Je Cherche, and Requiem. Oh, Je Cherche. Je Cherche. And then she stopped right before Merci, Merci. Merci, merci. I want that as a lip sync song. I'm sorry. I want that as a lip sync song. I want that, and I honestly, I want Nouble Pas. I want Voila. Obviously. Obviously. From what we know, Bilal Hassani is going to be a guest judge this season. So, uh, oh, that's not good. Yeah, we would we'll probably, uh, which I love, is one of my favorite. Anyway, um, yeah, the acting of this challenge. The only thing I remember, I took notes, but the only thing I remember specifically is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, Paloma, who Paloma reminded me of, she reminded me of when Alaska did uh, the uh, lawyer character from the top three <gasps> acting challenge. Her yeah. name's Peg Holland. I imagined like her character was just like the French embodiment of that because that's very much what I got. I once again say the subtitles kind of made this challenge hard for me to understand. Because yeah. the subtitles were all over the shop again. But yes. the one person that really made me laugh the entire time was Paloma. Yeah. And also kind of Labrioche, but... I thought Labrioche did a really good job. I thought Labrio- Labrioche did really good. I laughed at Lova. Uh, yeah, a bit at Lova, but I think it was at Lova, not with Lova. <laughs> It was, it was so it was bad. How horribly Lova was doing. Like when she when she died at that end, you get that small clip of her like laying down. You see a bit of movement from her too. She said, "It like, was it oh. was like they said it was so bad it was good." And someone said it was so bad it was good in confessionals. This isn't a Jasmine Kennedy moment. I'm sorry. It's so it's bad it's good, good, but it's so have terrible. your moment. Have, have it. Your... Um, no, I'm so about I, to burst. Christine, I'm about to burst. <laughs> well, okay, so the interesting thing here is like I, I went through the the um filming of the challenge and like wrote down specific things, and like you see Pam struggle, but then it's not mentioned ever again. We see Bertha get like one semi-negative uh note from Mary and James, and then it immediately cuts to confessional of Bertha being like, I'm in the bottom. I'm in the bottom. I'm in the bottom. Maybe I'm in the middle. No, I'm in the bottom. I'm in the bottom. I'm in the bottom. I'm giving up. And I'm just like, girl. Chill. What is this? Like, the moment you don't do perfect, you freak out? No, honey. No. I think that's... A very yeah, drag queen response. What she needs to realize is kind of the beauty in a lot of these acting challenges where it, it doesn't rely on being quote-unquote perfect. I agree. Um, and we see um, we get Brioche getting a note as well, but she's like, I still feel great. And I'm like, are we setting up 
La Brioche to be the delusional one. I think so many people are being set up this episode, and I love it. <laughs> Cause I like, like this episode yeah. really turned everything on its head, honestly. Yeah, I'm like Lova Lova La, v- La Diva didn't get like much either. We just knew it was bad. <laughs> oh god. And then I love that Lolita came in and just did her whole thing in one take. It was one take and she walked out that door and they said Lolita was brilliant. (laughs) Lolita was so good. I was was shocked when she was not the winner. We'll talk about it because I kind of agree. Um, Me too. Let's talk about the workroom stuff. Uh, This is the moment where I, I think it was... Le Grand Dame was like, who feels like they could be in the top? And Lova's like, and then we get a confessional from Paloma where she's like, Lova thinks she's in the top, and I just don't think that's for her. I don't think. I don't think. Lova being in the top? Wait, no, but like someone ended up like throwing shade at her, shade at Lova too in the workroom, being like, Oh, you think you're safe? <laughs> I believe it was the winner of Drag Race Espana season two, Shariji Dekli, who once famously said, because it doesn't suit you. Shariji Dekli! Shariji Dekli! We'll talk about Shariji Dekli because someone did the same look as her. Oh. Yeah. Um, but so we get, um, as I affectionately call, Tragedy Mirror, um, which isn't really all that bad. Uh, girl, that's it's typically how they are. Yeah. Let's be honest. Uh, but today it was just about coming out and how everyone has loving and supportive parents. And uh, Brioche had to come out twice. Good for her. Good for her. Honestly, yeah, very good job for Brioche. Titty. I would like to give a good shout out to my uh, friend Quinn, who has had to come out three times in his life. Uh, so he came out as a lesbian, which mm. before he came out as a trans man, and then he came out as a gay trans man. And <laughs> I do him recalling, uh, I do recall him telling me the story that his mom was like adamant that he wasn't a lesbian. Just like, no, you're not gay. I've met her once and she said to me like, oh yeah, I knew from a young age that Quinn was going to be a man. Like I just, it just never oh. made sense. Work but, um, yeah, so Quinn, if you're watching this, lots of love and tell your mom I said hi. I think I'm going to change my work diva to work Ladiva. <laughs> work Lova Ladiva. No, just Ladiva. Work, work Ladiva. La I kind of like it. Work Ladiva. Um, let's talk runway. Sashay, Shante, flowers on the runway. Da 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 da. So the literal translation, I believe, for this is say it was parade of some parade with some flowers. Yeah. I think the translation I saw online was like say it with flowers or something. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Say it with flowers. Yep. Florals. Florals Florals for Drag Race France? Groundbreaking. Groundbreaking. I know that was the easy reference to make, but let's talk about the judging panel first. Nikki. Nikki fucking. Nikki Doll, you will always be famous. That part. Yeah. So good. We talked a lot in the first episode about Nikki's hosting. Um, Sam, I don't know if you want to add anything to the to the conversation about Nikki's hosting two episodes in, but I thought it was 
I, she's getting better. Two episodes. Oh yeah, no, for sure. She's getting she's getting a lot better as a host. I just wish she could express more on her face, especially with the eyes. That's because she really there's much expression to be had, honey. She really snatches her eyebrows up when she paints. And um yeah. I don't know, sometimes it's hard to tell what's going on with a drag performer mentally when we do the high arched eyebrows. Yeah. I, I feel like especially the ones that have been on drag race, it's hard to tell what's going on in your face, period. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean because Botox. Oh yeah. I thought Marion James as well. I love this coat. I want it. Oh, this is an obscure detail I noticed. Nikki has the shoes, same shoes, same type of shoes that Cam Hugh entered in on episode one. That work. I believe they're also, I believe they're the same Versace type shoes. Also, Daphne looks lovely. lovely. And so does Kitty. They all look really great. They all look great. Like this hair that he has on is, I'm living. Whoever styled this. I want, now that we're two episodes in, I I hope things get a little bit better. I want Kitty Smile to be more prevalent. Mm -hmm. Because I don't remember a damn thing he did in either episode other than look beautiful. And this is another thing I will say. Why the fuck is every time the judges make a joke when the contestant's on the runway, why is the subtitles French expression? Tell me what the fuck they're saying. Translate it. This is uh, Drag Race France episode two, a.k.a. Eris complains about subtitles. I've had it officially. 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 I've had it officially. I've literally, I'm, I'm at my limit. I feel that. You don't want to test my limits. Queen. Welcome to the stage. Test my limits. Yes. Let's talk. I don't know what. Oh, that's better. It's a little bit Digimon. Let's talk about Swat Amuse. I love Digimon. So this is giving me. Do you remember when Marina from Drag Race Espana did the doll thing? Oh, with the with the inflatable wig or whatever. Yeah, this is what I think it would have looked like if it was done good. Though it, I actually really like this from Soa, and that's probably personally me coming from the punk rock scene, being a punk rock drag performer, and just being a punk rocker in general. I really liked it. I was. My only thing is the wig. Whilst I love all of this that's up here, like all the tool. The wig that it's actually attached to is like a costume star uh, mohawk wig, which is really not great. But, you know, I actually love the majority of this. However, for the theme, I think it could have done with more florals. But, you know, yeah. punk rock cactus, slay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I, I'm kind of on a similar boat where I kind of like this too. I love this take on like the floral theme, but there isn't enough like floral highlighted into it. I think it focuses a lot more on kind of the punk rock aesthetic rather than like the floral theme. Also, I think I just noticed now, is it like, is this like two different bodysuits like put together? Yeah, the pants and the like top I think are different. I think actually, now that I'm looking at it a little bit closer, I think the the lighter green is a full bodysuit. 
and then I think this like neon green is like a separate tunic. Yeah. This was not my favorite. I I really do like punk rock cactus as an aesthetic. I I don't know if I just wanted something a little bit more traditional in terms of floral across the board. Um I don't know. I do appreciate that she did something different. Um, I really like the way the wig is constructed, but I do agree, like, the, the base wig is a, is a problem. Yeah. I also think the tool should have gone, like, all the way down on the mohawk, if you're gonna go kind of on that mohawk. Yeah, I would have even loved, and this goes against, like, the punk mohawk thing, and I understand that. I would have maybe loved if there had been more of a three-dimensionality to the wig, where instead of it just being the so mohawk... instead of a mohawk, you're thinking Liberty Spikes. Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Liberty Spikes, but make it floral. Almost kind of like what Sasha Velour had in the big hair category. A little bit. I was... My reference went more to Rosé's headpiece from season 13 but Mm. make it punk floral okay okay i don't know there were elements of this from swada that i really really like so i think my cup is going to be at like 70 because ultimately she looks good yeah my cup is going to be at like a 75 my cup's at 80 percent full because i'm a nice person it just it doesn't fully fit the category for me. That's why I bring it down a little bit more. Yeah. She did what needed to be done. However, it does not flatter her in any way. When that episode actually airs, I'm not gonna stop saying that. Oh, anyway. Cam Hugh. I love this. Me too. I just know she spent a lot of fucking money to get on drag race. Yeah. Yeah. This is this I mean this is kind of what I expected. Yeah. From this category. I don't dislike it though. Like it, it it's mm-hmm. a polished look. She looks good. I'm it's a great look. It's an amazing look, even. I'm ready to see something different from Cam. Same. I guess with the with the exception of her entrance look and what she's had to wear for the challenges. Everything she's worn has been like some sort of gown involving a corset or a kind of corset moment. I mean, we'll yeah. see next week. I yeah. kind of would have, yeah. I think I think she would look great for like the similar aesthetic that like Swat Amuse kind of went for. Yeah, I want to see her explore different silhouettes and explore different styles. But I'm willing to bet the judges will never say anything to her about versatility. No. No. No, I mean, it's already kind of clear that Cam is someone they want to go very far in this competition. And Cam is kind of the only person that I feel that way about so far. Yeah. Despite the performances of some other people. Um... 
Her and La Grande Dame probably have the biggest social media following out of all drag performers in France. Well, La Grande I, Dame said she is the most followed drag queen in France. And so she should, because I think La Grande Dame is amazing. Yes. I would mm-hmm. much rather see La Grande Dame go towards the finale than Cam. Because I'm feeling, I'm warming to La Grande Dame much more than I am to Cam. And someone did say in our comments that Cam's getting a shady edit and she's yes. actually not what she appears to be on the show. But I will say I'm leaning towards, I, I'm, I'm not even leaning at this point, I'm fully tipped over to I would prefer to see the La, La Grande Dame succeed over Cam Hugh. Yeah. That being said, she looks a lovely gal. She looks lovely. I'm bored already. And I don't want to be bored two episodes in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With that said, my cup is full because the look is fucking incredible. My cup is my also cup is... full. My cup is also full. We'll see next week with the ball happening next week. We'll see if we get any versatility from her. I'm hoping. And she, she seems excited for this challenge too, so... Yeah. Let's move to La Big Bertha. Now, um... I hate this. (laughs) Yeah, I hate this as well. Mostly because the theme is florals, and it's just a ring of flowers on the back. I get the idea and the concept behind it, and I think it's great, because the idea of a summer body and the body should look like this during this period of time, da-da-da-da-da, is all incredibly stupid to me. And that's coming from someone who's recently dropped a whole bunch of weight. The idea behind a summer body is just a very toxic concept. Yeah. That being said, I didn't like the look because the black dress itself is really boring. And I was hoping it was going to be a reveal and there was just going to be flowers everywhere. The theme is floral. You need to be dripping in flowers. This isn't it. I also really didn't like the shoes. I was going to say, this picture especially does not do any justice for her. It gives me, like, (laughs) in the words of Poopy Poisson, they look like old maiden type of shoes. Um, They said they were supposed to be worn by a beautiful bearded queen. In that case, she should have put them back in the shelf. Yeah. I'm kidding. I do think Le Big Bertha is beautiful. The wig is giving me a little... um, Devil wears Prada moment. I I love wig. I love it, yeah. But didn't she wear something really similar for the challenge, or am I going insane? Yeah, because her character in the challenge was kind of this, like, Miranda Priestly character. Diva type. Quite literally, her, her character's name was Miranda. And had this, like, I loved the wig in the challenge because it was this, like, big... Like kind of side quaff. Mm. Oh yeah, so it is slightly different, but this is just a smaller version, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, my my thoughts about this, I love the idea and kind of like this almost like funeral kind of thing. But uh, again, all you have for flowers is a wreath hanging back with two with like two bobby pins or so, but like. Yeah. yeah. Great idea, horrible execution. I was going to say concept 10 out of 10, execution 2 out of 10. Like, I would have loved if we're going with this idea of funeral. Because it, 
it has become very clear. I'm pretty sure she didn't bring anything for this category. Like, I would bet good money that whatever, if she had had something originally, this was not her original look for this category. It must have been a backup or something. This had to have been a backup. But if we're going with this idea of funeral, flowers, whatever, I would have maybe loved had she, like, amped up the hysterics of, like, like, full-on, like, ugly crying, shaking, like, um, like a bouquet of flowers. Because I just obviously want a little bit more floral in a floral runway category. Um, with that said, my cup is empty. (gasps) Oh, I know. I feel really bad, but. My my cup is kind of like at like a ten per se. My cup's at five. That's more shady than me saying it's empty. At least there's some dribble in there. Yeah, yeah. My my ten is just is being generous too. Like it, I was it, gonna give her a twenty before you shady cows were like I give her nothing. Art Simone, that means nothing. That means nothing. <laughs> Let's talk about ellipse. Okay. I have thoughts. I do too. I do too. I love the dress. Mm-hmm. I love the silhouette of the dress. Mm-hmm. I don't know why she needed to be a member of the Blue Man group. I agree. And my thing is, there are three different shades of blue happening. The blue in yeah. the makeup. <laughs> The blue cat suit, and then these lovely blue suede stripper heels. Yeah. I wish I understood why she's blue. Um, as some random bitch I've seen in Twitter memes once said, I wish I was her mother. <laughs> but no. Uh, I just, yeah, I'm. All I want for this look, all I want is an addition. Like, if you're going to do this pink structure flower, I love the dress. The, I dress the dress too. is one of the best things I've seen on the runway of Drag Race France so far. I would have just, all I need is in the midst of all of these different shades of pink, just different shades of blue. Just do yeah. pink and blue flowers. And that would have been a lot better for me. Yeah. Um, I also really do not like this hair. No, because it's giving two. Com- don't like it. It's giving two completely different textures, like it's straight and then it's all of a sudden crimped and very wild. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. wondering if there's a reference we're missing. Yeah, I feel like I feel like there might be a reference we're missing as well. Because either personally... that or the concept just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I I personally am not opposed to the hair, um, just not for this category. The dress is amazing, uh, but. The, the kind of mismatch of the blues kind of bothered me, especially from like the skin to mm. what are, the bodysuit, I guess, yeah. that they have on. I'll, I will also add, if you're going to do a color of glove like this, don't cut it off here. Either end it at the wrist or go for the full opera length. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that being said, my cup is at fifty-five percent. 
my cup is at a 75 percent i'm gonna say 50 yeah yeah sorry girl yeah. the makeup looks great though yeah the makeup's lovely gal it just doesn't make sense. I don't get it. I wish I was one of those people that could be hot without eyebrows, but alas, my uh, yeah. forehead is five head. So if what I get I rid of my eyebrows, I'm going to look like I'm dying. What I assume is she probably got this blue makeup and it was the only one she could find. Because I feel like dark blue, like, foundation makeup is, is kind at least in the States, is kind of readily available. Can't speak on France, but right. Good on you, gal. This this oh. bitch. Oh my god. This bitch. La Brio Mother isn't licensing in France. <laughs> and I I have one thing to say. Wow, That is all. Wow. <laughs> I, I screamed this so much. I hooted and I hollered. I stamped my feet. I was screaming. Yeah. This is... It's fucking Waluigi on the main stage of Drag Race. It's brilliant. And I think it's done really well as well. Yeah. Um, my only, only thing I've had to complain about... And I love the hand puppet. I love the headpiece. I love the wig. And I know the makeup was like going for slightly messy intentionally. Yeah. My only thing is the pinafore dress is sitting very, very weirdly here on the boobs. Yeah. Which mm. I've only just noticed now. But other than that, I love the entire thing. I think actually, because I did note that as well, I think that reflects where Waluigi's um, overalls. overalls sit. So I think that's an intentional choice. I agree that it doesn't look great positioning wise but i almost don't care me neither because i still think she looks good my big yeah. issue is actually the shoe i don't like the shoe with this i like the shoe i think the shoe is also because that's the color of waluigi's shoe yeah that's the color of waluigi's so is it? It? it is um, yeah it's like that kind of brown also but, um, i would have i wouldn't have been i <laughs> i wouldn't have been opposed to a purple pump mm-hmm yeah. Or I was gonna say as well, um, for some reason the the black legging I feel like should have been like a either a dark blue or almost like a purple, kind of matching hmm. um the shoulders. Yeah, sure. With that being said, my cup is at 95% full. I'd say my cup is also at 95%. Yeah. I'm going full. I fucking love this. This is everything I've ever wanted. Thank God there isn't Nintendo licensing in France or Spain, for that matter. Um, wah. Wah, Luigi. Wah. Um, I'm going to recreate this look for Halloween this year. Uh, oh, I actually, I'll tell you the story. So there's a drag performer in York called Lady Byron, who is a, a quarter Italian, I believe, or something. And we have repeatedly said that at some point. We are going to dress up as Waluigi and Wario, respectively, and perform uh, Mamma Mia by Manaskin. Yes! Period. That would be fierce. I love that. 
Or just sing that in a Waluigi voice. <laughs> okay. Beauty, perfection, in one combined serving um, body to the fifth power to the cosine. She did what needed to be done. Absolutely. Yeah. The fact that this is her niece's quinceanera dress. The family has taste. The family has taste. Her niece's quinceanera dress? Yeah. Yeah, she says that on the runway. It was her niece or her cousin. I don't remember which. And it said Viva La Vie drag on it? No, No. she added that. Oh. I was going to say, like, that is... You know, oddly specific, but there's yeah, no her, her cousin is 15 doing drag in Mexico. You know, how would not surprise her, me, you know, honestly. Um, I bet the Instagram is cotton. This is, I can already tell you, this is going to be on our end of the year best runway looks like on my list at the end of the year. Yeah, this was a moment yeah. for me. I, from, from, the head from the head flowers to Mm -hmm. the petals falling on the floor i was living for this she looks good bitch bitch she looks amazing (laughs) my cup's full my cup is overflowing and i believe it is under your doors right now um oh yeah mm -hmm. yeah just the theatricality was so perfect. This is the best thing with rose petals that's been done since Sasha Velour. Um, my cup is overflowing. This was just phenomenal in every possible She way. peed. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I wish I knew how to quit you. Paloma during doing um the rose of. Versailles? Is that what it is? Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> I, I, no, I don't know. I will say I love the wig. Yeah. I love this hair. Yeah. The hair is so good. Paloma I... is so gorgeous in drag. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just can't help comparing this to Jerigi Durkley. Yeah, because it is like a red katsu with a fawn theming around it. Well, no, it's the same concept. Like, it's the same inspiration, if I remember correctly. Oh. Right. No. I well, no, because then... Um, I don't remember what runway that was for Jirigi, but Jirigi's it was the, was the, it, was the, it was the monster runway or whatever. And Jirigi's was centered around the idea of a heartbroken woman, or a lovesick woman. I'm pretty sure she also mentioned this same... Like, not the main inspiration, but there was definitely, like, abstract inspiration from this same thing. I could be wrong. Okay, yeah. I could be wrong, but I I feel like I remember that. Anyway, Paloma looks great. Paloma looks great, though. Yeah. I didn't notice the details that the judges were pointing it out until, like, the cameras kind of zoomed in on it. And I was like, oh, yes, I'm living. Yeah. The floor delete in the middle of the body, so I didn't notice until just now. I didn't and, notice that until just now, too. Yeah. She looks I, so I, French. I loved it. It's so French. I mean, my cup is full. There's really nothing I can say. 
My cup is my also cup's full. Not a good nine, eh? Hmm. Oh boy. Well, we've come to the part of our program where we must discuss Lova Ladiva. Okay. Do we have that, to? That's it. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know if I should say okay. Well, I actually thought she looked lovely. She did look a lot like Galadriel from um, yeah. that movie with the two gay guys on the mountain. <laughs> yeah. I loved the hair. I'm, I couldn't tell whether it was a hard front or a lace front. This, I'm not sure if it's floral, but you know what? It's giving the best love a Diva could give. It's giving me Jimbo... What I we're swear. not gonna do is we're not gonna do that to Lova Ladiva. She has been through enough in her life to be compared to Jimbo. No, okay. it's what the, the hair. It's the hair. Yeah, it's the, the hair. Light, the iridescence. Yeah. What sent me over the top is that she does her confessional, which is probably filmed after the runway. I would bet good money. And she's doing the confessional and she says, I reveal this vine leaf that is placed in the perfect position and you can't even see the leaf. And I'm just like, oh, a, bit, a very bit. Yeah. No, honey, no. No, baby, no. No, baby, no. Um, oh. Yeah. The ears weren't well done either. The ears were so There were ears? Bad. Yeah, there were, yeah, elf, there were like ears. the little ear um, prosthetic. It was like two different colors of ears. Quite literally two different colors. She tried her best. God bless her. For this runway category, my cup is empty. I'm sorry, girl. My cup is at 5%, and that's being generous because I think she looks decent. I think you're both being way too harsh. My cup's at 30%. If it wasn't... If I'm taking away that this is on a floral runway, I'd be at, like, 50 But because this is for a floral runway... I would and give her more floral. if she didn't reveal into that nude bodysuit that made her look like raw chicken. She looked like an uncooked chicken. We'll talk about her bland, unseasoned chicken bodysuit. Oh, like, yeah. Um, uh, poor Lova. Oh, honey. You know, in, in the words of Katie Smith, um, talking to Lova, you know, She's going to take all this, and then she's going to grow from it, and she's going to move on, you know? Yeah. The girl dumb. I didn't get it. I didn't either. I think it's some fashion reference she mentioned that maybe I'm too uncultured to get. Yeah. Um, I like the hair. There's just, like, a lot happening, and it's hard to, like, get into all the details. Um, but the silhouette was lovely. I like the patterns, and I, I'm good. I like the shape of the hair, but the colors are like it's giving me what happens when the chicks I went to college with who used to dye their hairs all bright colored, and then they couldn't afford dye until the end of the month. I feel like this is kind of what Lobo wishes 
she could have executed. Um, you leave that poor man alone. I'm sorry, but you know, I feel like the great lady is giving me um, the great lady, like flower nymph. Like I feel like some elf ears kind of might have done it a bit justice, even though you would have like not seen it at all. Um, I just. She she looks she she looks amazing. I really do love this look, um, but it's hard for me to kind of comprehend kind of the floral of it all. Other than the fact that she kind of does look like a spring fairy. Yeah, better than a spring chicken. It's better than a spring chicken. Yeah, the great lady just looks real good here. I like the look. It's some, like, she said in her confessional that it's giving, like, avant-garde. And so I guess in that regard, I really, really appreciate that she was doing something outside of the box. I just don't particularly love it for a floral runway. I don't know. I don't know. It's good. It's a great look. I don't know. I'll go first and say that my cup is out of 50 because I am obsessed with this outfit. It's not for the theme. My cup's for a 50. Yeah, 50. It's halfway there. Living I'm on gonna, a prayer, you know what I mean? I'm going to agree. I'm going to say 50. But um, favorite runway looks of the evening? Uh, oh, 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 Lolita Banana. La Brioche. That, that's my second. Uh, mine is going to be Lolita with a very, very, very close second being La Brioche. Schley. Yeah. And then probably, I mean, my third is probably, honestly, Cam Hugh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, probably. Um, But we get critiques. We find out that Ellipse... Cam and La Brioche are safe with uh, the great lady, uh, Lolita and Paloma in the top, and Swa, Bertha, and Lova La Diva in the bottom. I I'm... personally would have swapped the great lady for La Brioche. Agreed. Agreed. And I think I also would have swapped Soa for Cam. But that's just me personally. Yeah. I didn't love Cam's performance. Like I thought I thought Soa gave a lot more dimension to the character. And obviously the character had a, was written with a lot more dimension. So in the, I guess in that regard, like, whatever. But I just didn't think... I understood why Cam was safe. I just didn't... I don't know. I would have put Cam... You know what? She was probably safe because of the look. I think so. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but we're not judges on Drag Race France, so. 
you know Any... who is a judge on Drag Race France? Nikki Doll. And I see K. Wells in town. Or no, she got like 11th. No, she got 10th. Nikki got 11th. Oh, no, she got 10th. She got 10th. She got 10th. She got 10th. Place on a 12 person, 12 person season. <laughs> that is still one of my favorite reads of all time. That is such a good read. Shout out to Britta. Wow, we love Britta. Um, love you, we, Britta. Get the, we get the results. The untucked was very uneventful. Yeah, it was just them being like, Well, we know that Lolita and Paloma are in the top. We have no idea who's that third, though. Is Bertha in the top? Is the no. great lady in the top? Who knows? The great lady said go home. I didn't. <laughs> um, but anyway, we find out that the winner of this week's maxi challenge is Paloma. Yeah, I'm. I think Paloma did really well in the challenge, but I do think it could have just have easily been um, Lolita. Yeah, Lolita agree. Banana. Or as Cynthia Lee Fontaine has called her on social media. Lola Banana. Not Lola Banana. Lola Banana. Um, so Paloma wins. It was definitely very close for me between Paloma and Lolita. But um, we find out that the bottom two are Lola La Diva and Swadden Muse. I have thoughts about this lip sync. And all I can really say is in regards to Lova. The Samantha Ballantines of it all. Yep. Yep. I was just going to say that too. Have you ever had a, have either of you ever owned a cat and um, you've left chicken, like uncooked chicken on the side of your kitchen in a wrapper, maybe because you were defrosting it? And you've come home and your cat has knocked off the counter and has like dragged it across the floor? No. Now imagine if the cat was invisible. That is how Lova performed. Someone dragging raw chicken across the main stage of Drag Race France. Yeah, once uh, once I once we saw that Swa was gonna be in the bottom with um Lova, I just knew Lova was going home because Swa yep. can. We've seen Swa perform like fiercely. Swa moves so well. We have it. You know, it would not have been out of the realm of possibility. Going into the lip sync, obviously the lip sync starts. We'll talk. I'll talk about the lip sync in a second. It would. It is not outside of the Drag Race canon for Soa to potentially go home. We saw what happened with Estina Mandela. That is true. Anything is possible. With that said, five seconds into the lip sync, I knew Soa was winning. But um, they lip sync to um, "To Les Femmes de Ta Vie" by L Five, which okay. translates to "All the Women in My Life." All the women in my life. Um, Very slay. Do we agree with the bottom two? Eh. Eh. Kinda. I think Soa could have been swapped out with Ellipse, but... Really? Ellipse? Ellipse. I don't remember anything about what Ellipse did in the challenge. The mime. The mime. Oh, yeah, no, never mind. We'll swap I think, I think of the bottom three, I thought it was going to be Lova and Bertha, honestly. 
But wow. I, I think it might have been. Honestly, this feels like the taste effect, where you just put someone in the bottom next to taste, and they're going home. And I hope that they don't do Soa this way, but I feel like they're going to. And it's, I will say, it's typically a black queen that they do this to. I would, however, be very satisfied to see Soa wipe the floor with Cam. Me too. But... Just hope that they don't do this to Soa. With that said, she slayed the lipson. Point blank and period. And uh, the Samantha Valentines of it all. I was like, girl, why are we taking off our wig? What are we doing? Why are we taking off our wig? I don't know why queens take off their wigs during a lip sync. I don't know why she took off the dress. Yeah, she looked like someone dragging raw chicken across the stage. It was not good. You in this? You're still on that. <laughs> it looked like raw chicken. I'm so sorry, sweetie. Oh. I'm so sorry. Well, we do lose Lova La Diva. Lova La Diva. Lova La Diva. Yeah. Um, and that's that. And next Friends. week, the ball. The ball. Get into the ball. I'm very excited. I am also excited. Well, that's that. We did it. We did it. We survived. Uh, thanks for joining us for yet another riveting um, edition of Drag Race France. Uh, make sure to subscribe, like, share. Share this with your French friends and your not French friends and French Canadian friends and people Every who francophone make... in the world. Very that. Um, but also every non francophone in the world. Exactly. Um, who's Frank and what's he doing on the phone? <laughs> my God. Bye. <laughs> Voilà, 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 voilà que je suis, me voilà même si mes années c'est fini, fini, dans le fluide, 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 dans le fluide